Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is eating away at your purchasing power, risking your savings and future legacy. Now, with more taxes and an unsustainable national debt and the push for central bank digital currencies, financial freedom is at stake. If you have 50000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. Freedom Gold USA is here to help you preserve and protect your wealth with physical gold and silver. Act now. Call them 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's 1-800-655-8843 or freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Stubborn, old, senile, and angry. Those are the words that I can use to describe Joe Biden in his ABC News exclusive one-on-one interview that he did with George Stephanopoulos, a Democratic operative that was going easy on the president. And even with George Stephanopoulos going easy on him, Joe Biden fell apart in this interview as the Afghanistan crisis has worsened. How bad is it? Mothers and fathers are now handing their children over barbed wire fences at the airport, trying to at least give their kids a chance at life because they know that they are more than likely going to die. And if you want to know what's happening in Afghanistan right now, it's a money grab. The Taliban are now in control of $1 trillion worth of minerals that the world desperately wants and needs. Insert China and Russia. This swift fall of Afghanistan, we're now being told, was undermined by China, possibly, and Russia, which has triggered this humanitarian crisis. Those two countries are already working deals to get into Afghanistan's vastly untapped mineral wealth. They say it could transform the economic prospects of the Taliban to be able to not only just have money, but money that they've never even imagined to then use towards terrorism. Afghanistan, as you know, is one of the poorest nations in the world. But in 2010, U.S. military and geologists revealed that the country, which lies at the crossroads of Central and South Asia, was sending out mineral deposits worth nearly a trillion dollars. What minerals are they and why are they so important to Russia and China? And that's why their embassies are wide open and they're working these deals. Supplies of minerals such as iron, copper and gold are scattered across provinces. 
There are also rare earth minerals, and perhaps most importantly, that could be one of the world's biggest deposits of lithium. That's why China is sitting there begging to do a deal. Lithium is an essential but scarce component in rechargeable batteries that China desperately needs, as well as other technologies vital to tackling what some refer to as the climate crisis. Afghanistan is certainly one of the richest regions in traditional precious metals, but also the metals needed for the emerging economy of the 21st century. And that's why China is stepping in as America leaves. Security challenges may not be an issue if all the money is going to the Taliban, something we were not going to guarantee, which is part of the reason why these minerals went untapped over the last 20 years. A lack of infrastructure, not a problem. China says they'll build it. Severe droughts, not a problem. China says they'll do whatever it takes. And they will do the deal with the Taliban, not with the Afghanistan government, which has now fallen. This will all change sooner than later. We're being told under Taliban control because they realize how much money they can get their hands on. That is exactly why they've been meeting apparently around the clock with China, as well as even Pakistan and India, which may engage despite the chaos because the money is just so big. So now you understand the politics of what is happening on the ground there. Now, Joe Biden has been busted lying. I don't think anyone cares at least in the media, because Biden boldface lied to George Stephanopoulos in this interview, saying that, quote, military advisors did not warn him against withdrawing. And he said, no, no, not one, not no one said to me that I can, quote, recall that we shouldn't withdraw this way. When he was asked about the people falling from the planes, he said that was four or five days ago, acting like what difference does it make to quote Hillary Clinton? Who cares? That's old news. That was days ago, days ago. It was actually two days ago when he was asked the question, but who's counting, right? And for all the woke feminists that voted for Joe Biden, right, because he was going to stand up for women's rights and equal pay and, and, and LGBTQ and all that, well, he was asked about the women who are now going to be executed, who are going to be put into sex slavery, who are going to not be allowed to walk around the streets, who are going to be not allowed to go to school. He was asked about that. And what happened in Afghanistan? Here's his response to ABC News. Americans, what do we owe the Afghans who are left behind, particularly Afghan women who are facing the prospect of subjugation again? As many as we can get out, we should. For example, I had a meeting today for a couple hours in the Situation Room just below here. There were Afghan women outside the gate. I told them, get them on the planes, get them out, get them out, get their families out if you can. But here's the deal, George. The idea that we're able to deal with the rights of women around the world by military force is not rational. Not rational. Look what's happening to the Uyghurs in Western China. Look what's happening in other parts of the world. Look what's happening in the Congo. I mean, there are a lot of places where women are being subjugated. The way to deal with that is not with a military invasion. The way to deal with that is putting economic, diplomatic, and international pressure on them to change their behavior. Translation, America now doesn't care. America is weak. Let them on the planes. The problem is they're not letting them through the gates. The problem is the Taliban is beating people going to the airport. The problem is people are being kidnapped going to the airport. Hell, even CNN's own reporters are being attacked by the ends of AK-47 gun butts as they're walking down the street. People are begging to get out of the country. Taliban are killing women for not wearing burqas on the same day they vow to honor women's rights. Go look at the New York Post today. They put the picture up. 
the Taliban has killed a woman for not wearing a burqa on the same day they vowed women's rights. And this president says, well, we're just going to punt to the international community and we'll figure it out that way. They shot and killed a woman for not wearing a burqa in Afghanistan the same day they pledged that we are a new inclusive heir of the Taliban and we honor the women's rights. This photo emerged of the woman in Takar province lying in a pool of blood. Loved ones crouched around her after she was killed by insurgents for being in public without a headscarf. This is the Taliban. We're also being told there's not enough headscarves for women. And if you look at the satellite pictures that are coming out and the pictures that are coming out of Afghanistan and Kandahar right now, you can't find women on the street anywhere. They're all now stuck in their homes. Many of them, by the way, are widowed because their husbands died fighting in Afghanistan. So how do they get to the store? Because you're supposed to be walked around by a family member. And if you don't, they'll beat the hell out of you or kill you or shoot you in the face. But don't worry. Joe Biden's lying, telling you military advisors warned him against withdrawing, saying, no, no, no one said that to me. They're all saying that's a lie. They're all saying that is a lie. I mean, even George Stephanopoulos wasn't believing what Joe Biden was selling him in this interview. He pressed him on whether the U.S. exit from Afghanistan could have been handled better. And Joe Biden got irritated. And what he described is basically there was no way for this not to be total chaos. There was no way to plan for people to get out of Afghanistan. There was no way for us to do a better job, which the entire world knows is total insanity. Yet he said it with a straight, angry face. Take a listen. Look at what's happened over the last week. Was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a fair. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the when the Taliban. Uh, let me back it, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the, of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off, that was, you know, I'm not, this is, is that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No. I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. He's not just defiant. He's angry in his defiance, which is delusional. To say that we couldn't have done any better than we could have done when everybody was telling him to do it differently, when everybody in the military is saying we could do a better job. I mean, the Pentagon right now is saying, oh, well, we're, we're working to fill every seat on each plane. No, you're not. If you were, you would be telling the Taliban we're going to blow you uh, up if you don't give our people a safe passage to the airport, which is not what you're saying and are doing right now.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you know joe biden even said it's, quote, not true that my military advisors warned me against withdrawing. Even ABC News, Good Morning America, George Stephanopoulos couldn't spin this for this deranged president of the United States of America that clearly cannot handle his job and his duties right now. Even when they introduced the segment, they basically knew that he had cooked his own goose, that it was too far gone almost to try to even explain his decisions away because it was so out of touch with reality. It's the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. And George, we know you pressed the president on the aftermath of that withdrawal, those frantic scenes at the Kabul airport, thousands of Americans and Afghans desperate to escape as the Taliban tightens its grip. Yeah, that's right, Amy. And the president promised for the first time that the U.S. military would stay as long as it takes to get all Americans out. He was also defiant, insisting we had to get out now, admitting no mistakes. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong, or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You didn't put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that... The, uh, somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that. Senator McConnell said it was a predictable the Taliban was going to take over. Well, by the end of the year, he said that that was a real possibility. 
But no one said it was going to take over then when it was being asked. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the Taliban, uh, let me back and put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off. That was, you know, I'm not, this, it, it, that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. So the question was, in the beginning, the, the threshold question was, do we commit to leave within the time frame was set, we extended it to September 1st, or do we put significantly more troops in? I hear people say, well, you had 2,500 folks in there and nothing was happening. You know, there, there wasn't any war. But guess what? The fact was that the reason it wasn't happening is the last president negotiated a year earlier. By the way, I love it there. There we go. Blame Trump. And, and, and this idea that he's trying to get a bailout here saying, well, I inherited this mess, right? I inherited this policy. Uh, if that's true, then, then explain why you got rid of the Keystone Pipeline, which, pipeline, which is a policy that you inherited you inherited a secure border and you did the opposite of that policy so explain that logic away you inherited a president that actually gave a crap about american citizens and made sure they weren't harmed by the taliban you changed that policy you inherited a policy of a president that was tough on china you got rid of that one you inherited energy independence you got rid of that one so this idea that you were somehow stuck to a policy of the other guy, so therefore it's really somehow Jedi mind trick, his fault, is insanity. It is total insanity. Now this president, by the way, new reports reveal the victim who clung to the U.S. evac plane and fell from the sky was actually a child. And the response from this president should shake every single one of you to its core. His response was, that was four or five days ago. In other words, move on. Get over it. Get over it. You know, he also tried to Jedi mind trick us on something else, saying, well, the Taliban is facing an existential threat. I, I, they are? You, I don't, they're not acting like it, bro. They are certainly not act, acting like it. But Joe Biden's sitting there trying to convince you that this is somehow Donald Trump's fault because you inherited a policy, but every other policy of Trump's that you inherited, you undid. That he'd be out by May 1st and that in return there'd be no attack on American forces. That's what was done. That's why nothing was happening. But the idea, if I had said, I had a simple choice. If I had said, we're going to stay then we better be prepared to put a whole hell of a lot more troops but in. But your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that, that wasn't true. You, again, he just lied to you. He just lied to you. What you're hearing right now is a lie. This is one of the biggest lies he told in this interview. And if George Stephanopoulos, uh, in my opinion, had any, any, integrity as a journalist he would say exactly that he would say this is a lie let, let, let's let's really think about where we are you have a taliban flag flying over the u.s embassy 
You have 15,000 American prisoners in a terrorist state. You have civilians flying off American planes to their death. Now we know it also include children. The terrorist regime is armed with billions of dollars in U.S. weapons. You're now seeing mass murder in these streets. Al-Qaeda and ISIS now emboldened and have a country and a trillion dollars worth of assets to fund themselves with, making deals with Russians and Chinese. And Biden says this was his plan. And his response to the people following the plan, that was like four or five days ago. I mean, you, you think about how messed up the Democrats are right now. We've actually gone from defunding the police to arming terrorists. Defunding the police to arming terrorists. Think about that. You look at these highlights from Biden's interview. Quote, did not recall being warned by U.S. military to not push ahead with his plan. Did not know U.S. had troops in Syria. That was in the interview. Did not know certain events in Kabul happened this week because he was on vacation. And did not know people were getting killed. You seeing a pattern here? This guy clearly cannot handle what is happening. And Biden flatly denied reporting that he was advised to keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. And his own intelligence community is now throwing him under the bus for that lie in this interview. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the pentagon right now has just come out just showing how stupid this decision was to pull out of Afghanistan the way that we did. And they have now said after being browbeat by reporters that, yes, we can confirm that we do not know how many Americans are left in Afghanistan. We don't know. 
So the President of the United States of America said he did it perfect, did it right, do it again, refuses to back down or say he screwed up or made a mistake. And you have a Pentagon now admitting we have no idea how many Americans are there. We have no idea how many Americans could be held hostage. We have no idea how many of them could become propaganda for the for the Taliban. What we do know is the Taliban is intensifying their hunt for Afghans who work for the U.S. and U.K. Is they are now going door to door threatening relatives. United Nations is reporting this now, and they're like not not conservative folks. They are now reporting and warning, despite the terror group's claims of amnesty for these people. The jihadists are going door to door threatening families of those who have gone into hiding. The U.N. papers now warn the militants are arresting and killing relatives. They are also stopping others trying to leave from from the area around the Kabul airport or going to the airport. There are reports of officials who have been shot dead after surrendering to the Taliban. They are intensifying their hunt for people who worked with the U.K., U.S., and NATO forces in Afghanistan. This is coming from the U.N. Of course, it's supposed to be a confidential report internally within the U.N. It's been leaked. Thank goodness. Jihadists are going door to door, killing relatives of civil servants, interpreters, and other counselor staff, while other militants are even stopping people outside the Kabul airport. Despite the Taliban's claim of amnesty, the U.N. says, new video today shows fighters spraying, a, 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 um, spraying assault rifle bullets just yards away from women and children gathered at the airport's perimeter. The U.N. dossier leaked to the New York Times says the Taliban are arresting and or killing or arresting family members of targeted individuals unless they surrender themselves to the Taliban. And then when they surrender, they're being killed. Yeah, that's a letter dated three days ago. Just so you know, this letter, it contained a letter dated August the 16th from the Taliban to a senior counterterrorism official in Afghanistan who had worked alongside the U.S. and British officials. The letter ordered the man to report to the Military Intelligence Commission of the Islamic State of Afghanistan in Kabul. If he failed to do so, it warned that his family will be treated based on Sharia law, meaning they'll all be murdered. The senior Afghan official told the Telegraph they've been forced into deep hiding to avoid the Martyring fighters who they suspect have gained access to government employee databases. Earlier this week, former British Army officials told the same paper that hundreds of elite Afghan soldiers had gone into hiding and were trying to flee the country because they're now on the kill list. And when they find them, they behead them and cut their arms off and torture them in the streets. Let's go back to Joe Biden real quick. Joe Biden says, I did this perfectly. There's nothing that could have gone wrong differently here. This was going to happen anyway, and I did it right now, he's also been caught in a major lie. George Stephanopoulos asked him a question. I'm going to play this audio for you, but I want to read you the transcript first so you know exactly what to listen for here. Biden flatly denies reporting that he was advised to keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. I'm going to read you George Stephanopoulos' words so you understand what he said. He said, but your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. Biden interrupts. No, they didn't. It was split. That, 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 that wasn't true. That wasn't true. Biden stumbles. Stephanopoulos, they didn't tell you that you wanted troops, to, that they wanted troops to stay? Question mark. Biden, no, 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 not. Not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame all troops they didn't argue against that Stephanopoulos he knows he's right by the way Stephanopoulos knows everybody in the intelligence community was leaking and telling them we told Biden not to do this we told him to leave troops so no one told you 
Byte Stepanopoulos says, your military advisors did not tell you. No, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that, question mark. Biden, even more angry. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. He knows he's busted. Look, George, the reason why it's been stable for a year is that because the last president said we're leaving. And here's the deal. I want to make with you, Taliban, we're agreeing to leave if you agree not to attack us between now and the time we leave on May the 1st. So now it's Trump's fault again. He's pandering back to that. Stephanopoulos interjects, but your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on the timeline. They wanted you to keep 2,500 troops. Biden, angry. No, they didn't. I'm going to play that audio for you so you can hear it now and you know what the lies are. Military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not at not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame, all troops. They didn't argue against that. So no one, no one told your military did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. Look, George, the reason why it's been stable for a year is because the last president said we're leaving. And here's the deal I want to make with you, Taliban. We're agreeing to leave if you agree not to attack us between now and the time we leave on May the 1st. Less than two months after I was elected to office, I was sworn in, all of a sudden, I have a May 1 deadline. I have a May 1 deadline. I got one of two choices. Do I say we're staying? And do you think we would not have to put a hell of a lot more troops? We had, a, we had hundreds, we had tens of thousands of troops there before. Tens of thousands. Do you think we would have would have just said no problem? Don't worry about it. We're not going to attack anybody. We're okay. In the meantime, the Taliban was taking territory all throughout the country in the north and down in the south in the Pashtun area. So, would you have withdrawn troops like this even if President Trump had not made that deal with the Taliban? I would have tried to figure out how to withdraw those troops. Yes, because look, George, there is no good time to leave Afghanistan. 15 years ago would have been a problem, 15 years from now. The basic choice is, am I gonna send your sons and your daughters to war in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan in perpetuity? No one can name for me a time when this would end. And Again, this is the, the, the delusional high ground that Biden is going with right here, right? Well, I'm not gonna keep sending your your children to war. So if you're caught behind enemy lines and you're the 10,000 that are going to be murdered and massacred by the Taliban, hey, at least there's an end in sight. We also just got an official announcement. Remember the guy that we had in Gitmo, the guy that we traded for the deserter Bo Bergdahl in that prisoner swap when we negotiated with terrorists? Done under Biden and Obama administration, the new leader of the Taliban we had in Gitmo. He's now in charge of the Taliban. Taliban officials have just announced the Taliban group will rule Afghanistan with Sharia law, putting women back in the Stone Ages, and no democratic system. Four days ago, they told us women were going to be in the government. Yeah, they lied. That's who we're trusting for our people's safety right now. 
Taliban officials announced the group will rule Afghanistan with Sharia law and no democratic system. And the man who announced is the same man that we had in Gitmo that we let out and traded for the deserter, Bo Bergdahl. I'll say it again. All of this was avoidable. Every bit of it was avoidable. All of it. And this president is sitting there basically saying, I don't care what you say to me. I was right. Afghan women are throwing their babies over barbed wire to save them. We have video now. Video is showing babies being passed to strangers in crowds to get them evacuated. People passing their infant children to others in the crowd ahead of them at the Kabul airport, hoping that the babies and toddlers will be evacuated and have a better life because they know they're going to be killed. Other reports indicated women were actually throwing their babies over the barbed wire in a desperate attempt to save them because some of the soldiers wouldn't take them. And they basically said, well, if I throw them, you're going to have to. A senior official said to Sky News, they have no choice because the situation's out of control. They said the blockade will, will live with some of these soldiers for the rest of their lives. It's terrible. Women were throwing their babies over the razor wire, asking the soldiers to please take them. Some of them got caught in the bob wire troops reported. Another said our men are going to have to have counseling. Saying every soldier cried last night. The report from Kabul by war correspondent of iNews said it's one of the most upsetting stories they've ever published. At the Kabul airport, a parachute regiment officer told Kim that Afghan mothers have been trying to throw their babies over the bob wire to British servicemen as well in the hopes that their children can be saved from life under the Taliban. Some of the babies did not reach the troops. The Washington Post, this morning, printing an article describing what life was like for some children the last time the Taliban ruled in Afghanistan from 96 to 01. Quote, the outside world got periodic glimpses into the country, even though taking photos was forbidden. There was video of an Afghan mother forced to kneel in the stadium, shot dead between the goalposts. There were photos of children dying of preventable illnesses in a dilapidated pediatric hospital. The U.S. State Department wrote in November of 01, just after the United States had ousted the Taliban from power, quote, under Taliban rule, women were given only the most rudimentary access to health care and medical care, thereby endangering the health of women and in turn their families. In most hospitals, male physicians could only examine a female patient if she was fully clothed, ruling out the possibility of meaningful diagnosis and treatment. Sharia law is coming back. According to the United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund, UNICEF, 165 of every 1,000 babies died before their first birthday in Afghanistan under Taliban rule. And they just said they're bringing back the same laws that allowed this to happen. And Joe Biden says, couldn't have done a better job than I did trying to get people out. We did it perfect, he said today in this interview. Wouldn't change a thing. Wouldn't do anything different. I say it every day, and I'll ask you to do it again. Please subscribe to this podcast. It's free. Please tell your family and friends about this podcast. Please, please share the link to this podcast on all your social media accounts. Pray for the people in Afghanistan, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. 
And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.